Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome to a sweet podcast. I'm, I'm Gary Salazar. I'm the Director of Continuing Education and Workforce Training, and we're glad to have you join us today. Um, with us are two special guests. We have uh, Brent Dunn and Annie Harrison Clinton joining us. Brent is the founder for ACE Test Prep, and we'll be talking about that a little bit. And Annie, I've got to read her title that apparently I gave her. Yeah, she is our, uh, she works at Sweet Continuing Workforce Training. I didn't say that. Uh, and she's, uh, she's an intern, she's pre-law, and we use her a lot to help us uh, look at potential uh, resources to fund some of the things we do, whether that's grants or other projects. And so we've given her the title of Grants and Development Specialist and an awesome intern. That's I got the line. awesome part. That's a lot. Yes, it is. All right, so. Well-deserved. <laughs> Welcome, Brent and Annie, and thank you for joining us today. I uh, look forward to a conversation with you. Let's go ahead and start with something really easy. First, uh, if we could, Brent, maybe start by uh, a brief introduction of you, and you've been doing this for a while, and, yeah. and highlight that for us. Okay, um, so uh, I'll probably just use the introduction that I do uh, in cool. classes as well. Uh, so um, my name's Brent Dunn. I've been teaching LSAT prep for about 22 years now. Um, I, I did take the LSAT, did reasonably well, um, and then, uh, pretty much enjoy doing that. Uh, the two sort of random things, I, I l am kind of forgetful. I forget what else I'm doing in the middle of things. And, and my, uh, you know, uh, my, my maybe best evidence of that is if Isaac, I've actually driven away from the gas pump with the hose, the hose still, still in the car. <laughs> four Haven't times. we all done that? Oh. Four times. So, uh, the, the worst of which was when there was a highway patrolman fueling up at the other one. So, oh my. So I got a, a field sobriety test yeah. right there at the, uh, <laughs> right there at the <laughs> gas station. So not one of my best moments. So now I bike everywhere. Uh, so I ride a bike. And uh, the other thing is I, I don't like shoes. I wear sandals pretty much year-round. And uh, my, my handle on social media is shoes or jail for feet. So, um, anyway, that's... That's kind of me. Um, you know, test prep, I love it. It's a lot of fun, um, but we have fun in class, too. Good, uh, very so. good. What a cool introduction and some very unique uh, qualities describing you. So thank you for that. And we might have to come back to the shoes okay. later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Annie. Um, you were the one who really uh, kind of helped us get the idea to do this podcast. Uh, but why don't you uh, describe a little bit about you, Annie, for our audience so they know a little bit uh, about your background. I'm a senior. Uh, I'm a non-traditional student, um, past 60. I decided when my kids graduated that then it was probably my turn to go to school. Uh, so I 
I told my husband, who's a great man, great fisherman, he works for Sweet also, I said, if you stay with me and help me through undergrad, like in math and stuff, then uh, I will, uh, we, we can go wherever you want to live and you can fish. Well, it's come down to that, because I graduate this year. And <laughs> 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 hey, where, where are you going? I don't know. <laughs> On a boat. On a On boat. boat. <laughs> and uh, so, four years ago, um, the law club, um, we have, we, um, here at University, uh, Idaho State University, we can only do a political science major. We can't do a pre-law major. There's no pre-law program. However, there are pre-law emphasis. So we can basically get the same credits we need to go on to law school. So the first year of law club, I had no one. The second year, I was all of the officers. The third year, I had recruited at least five people. Now we have 68 members. Wow. And a surplus. We were twenty-five dollars in the hole when I started to, and that, they, they were about to, they were about to exempt us from everything. Now uh, we have uh, a measurable amount of money. We do a lot. We go to the law fair every year. The law fair is in Utah, where Craig's from, and we basically go. There's a hundred law schools that show up, and we all go there. Well. Um, Another law club member and I, she was the vice president at the time, Sydney Harris, we had, we had been paying to go to prep tests. We had been paying to go to everything. We'd been paying to go to practice tests. And we're like, why can't we have them here? So I started on a journey two and a half years ago. And I talked and I talked and I talked to everyone. I got the job kind of by accident with Scott. He goes, yeah, you're coming to work over here. I said, okay. <laughs> I'm an intern. I need it. I don't care. It looks good on my resume. And so then I was talking to Scott about how we really, really want to do the LSAT prep course because it's a very, very hard test. But you can't get into law school without it. When you get a low grade, you, I mean, chances are you're, the law school you're going to go to might be online. And, <laughs> and or, or you just might get the degree, not really ever study. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was really interesting because we went to the law fair last year, and we had already kind of hired another one, but they were, it was, it was becoming very difficult and very out of reach. And so it was funny because we were, all the law club was hanging around the window or ace prep test and. He said, hey, I, I overheard you guys are getting a prep course together. You know, that's what we all do. And I said, really? So um, we left. I had his card. I thought about it. I brought it up at a meeting. I said, let's do it. I said, okay, this is going to be an endeavor. And it was until I talked to Scott one day by accident. And I said, hey, I don't have any place to do an LSAT prep course. He goes, do it here. I went, oh. <laughs> and it was all settled. And we did it. <laughs> And I was just amazed at how receptive everybody was. And we were just, you know, the first one was kind of touch and go. We, you know, there was, it was at graduation time and we lost some students because some of them graduated, but most of them still showed up. And I have to tell you that it has opened up a whole new world for us because we got, uh, Brent has taught us things that you can never even imagine. I struggled so hard with that test, the practice tests, because they're basically, I don't know what you call the questions. Insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Insane would be good. 
it's when you take a bunch Not of smart people and let them try to trick other people. <laughs> and they and do a really that's good what job. They do. Yeah. So he teaches us step by step how to get through these. And I tell you what, some of the, the last, the first class, it, it has really helped a lot of people. And you have to practice. He's really a sickler about that. You got to practice, practice, practice. He'll do one on ones. Uh, uh, we have really, uh, I don't know, I, I think we found a, a, a gem. So now we've got more classes that we're going to do, and it's just, it's really, really evolved. We also want, we're going to meet with Brett about doing the GRE prep and, and some other prep courses, and he's willing, and I think that, I think it's opened up quite a, you know, a new world for Excellent. ISU. Excellent. All right, so that, that's really a, a great uh, a great advocation for what you're doing. Well, let's go back a little bit because you made an interesting comment about you like test prep. I do. What brings that? I mean, there's a combination of running away from gas pumps to wearing no shoes to like, you know, test prep. How, how, did, how does that come about? Well, how did you find so, that? I mean, I, I joke that it's, you know, a mental disorder. Um, but uh, a lot of it, so I think that there's kind of two parts for me. Uh, one is there's something really satisfying. Like Annie said, if you don't get a good score, your options are really limited. Um, whereas on the other hand, if you can get a really good score, you can not only get into great law schools, you can go for free. Um, and the, the difference between getting into a law school and getting a full scholarship is usually about six points on this test. And so if people can put in the effort to get that, they save themselves, you know, one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars. Wow, that's a lot of money, and it takes a lot of work. You know, we tell people you need to plan on about three to four hundred hours, which it's a lot of hours. But if you start doing the math, that ends up being about three or four hundred dollars an hour, and that's usually better than most campus jobs uh, for students. Yeah. And so, here, here. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so part of it is that it's really, there is something really, really rewarding about getting students who are coming in and they're getting a score that, you know, really isn't gonna, it's gonna get them into a law school, but not one they've heard of. Um, you know, kind of like Annie said <laughs> something online. And then having them come out of the class with scores where they're going to schools that they really wanna go to, and in a lot of cases, getting scholarships. Um, so, so on that level there, it's really neat to get to be a part of that process with students. And, um, you know, just being a part of that journey is, mm -hmm. is really rewarding. Um, at the same time, I, I will admit there is a little bit um, uh, of LSAC, which is the organization that, that does the test. I, I joke that, um, that they're kind of the embodiment of evil. Um, you know, they're, they're, their whole goal um, and, and throughout the class, I, I joke about that. And, and, you know, if Elsac's watching, I don't really mean it. Uh, but uh, I, I figure well, you're I probably do. Yeah, so, I do. Yeah. Um, there are books. But, uh, you know, they, they design a test where the 50th percentile is below 60% correct. So that more than half the students who take this are getting below 60%. I mean, it's, it's tough. And, um, and so on some level... Teaching a class is my way of revenge. Uh, you know that that there's, uh, you know, it was studying for the test was hard for me, and it took a lot of work, and I enjoyed it. But uh, at the same time, there's something that's you know kind of 
sticking it to the people who make that test by helping people do well on it. Uh, and so I think it's a little bit of a combination of some. Yeah, on the LSAT test, you have motives. to get between a 140 and a 180. Yeah. So that's what you have to get. At a 140, you should probably change your major. Yeah. Okay. So there's lots of different ways of pushing boundaries. Yeah. It sounds like you found a very unique way here. Yeah. <laughs> for, for our audience here, you know, what is the LSAT test? Is yeah. it just one test of 100 questions, yeah. a series of exams? What is it? So it's one test. Uh, it's, uh, they just actually, in July, uh, they, did an, they did their beta test of a digital version, and they're going to be moving to that. So, but traditionally, it's been on paper. Um, it always comprises four parts, and one-fourth of the test is logic puzzles uh, that you have to solve, um, and it's heavily timed. Uh, time ends up being the major factor for most people um, in terms of limiting their score. Uh, then two of the four sections are argument analysis. Uh, they're a short passage within a question asking about what's a flaw, what's an assumption, um, what would strengthen this argument, what would weaken it. Things that we maybe associate a little bit more directly with, you know, the practice of law and, and things like that. And then a fourth of the test uh, is reading comprehension, which is similar to reading comprehension that people will do on other tests, but with a much, much, much higher degree of precision. Um, it is very, very commonplace. The difference between the credited response, you know, LSAC, for example, they don't call it the right and wrong. It's just credited and don't know if that's supposed to make you feel better, but um, it doesn't really yeah, change much in my mind. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like, well, it's wrong. I didn't get a point. It's wrong. Um, so, uh, but uh, so it's like that. But a lot of times, the difference between the one you get a point for and the one that you don't will be one word. Um, and uh, while at first, I think a lot of people get frustrated by that because it, you'll miss questions, and you're like, well, I just didn't catch that one tiny little thing. Um, I actually. I actually think that the test has a lot of value as a tool for training people to do well in law school and beyond. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, you know, take an example, if you were to give a document to an attorney uh, to have them read and you're gonna pay them to do it, your expectation is that they would catch every word. That th th if there was one word that was problematic, they would catch it. So that's, that's why we pay attorneys to read things. Um, you know, you're, you're probably not gonna be satisfied if they take a glance, yeah, well, it looks pretty good. I'm sure this contract will work great for you. Um, That'll be $300, you know. please. Right, yeah. so, um, you know, we want, uh, so to a certain degree, um, it. I think that the test actually has a lot of benefit in training you to think in a way that then prepares you for success on the test. And so that's the other thing that I think is, is kind of fun about it is it's just learning a new skill. Um, it's not something where you either have it or you don't. It's just a skill that you have to train, and yes. it's fun to watch that change. So what you've described to me, because I had a different idea. I was thinking, you know, oh, sure, this is something that trains you to go into law school to be a criminal lawyer, yeah. a maritime lawyer. Yeah. It seems more of a general skills. Can you be able to survive in yeah. law school by having some good basic education? How do you prepare? Yeah. How do you stay up on this? Um, so I, um, first off, I every so often I'll take the test. Um, every five years um, I'll take the test just so that I have a score that's current. I did take the test in July because that was the chance to basically beta test the digital version. Um, and to be honest, I went into it thinking, 
I am not going to like this. I don't think this is a good choice. Uh, there are lots of studies on differences in reading speed on tablets versus paper versus computers. And I felt like they weren't really taking that into account. And I ended up liking it. I, I think it's actually really good. Uh, as much as it pains me to say that, I, uh, you know, I would like to say that they botched it, but it's, it's actually really good. Um, and yeah. I, I did, I liked the format. There are some things about it that I feel like they got really right. So anyway, I, I stay up on it by taking tests every once in a while. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna change your teaching methods because of the new digital? Yeah, so we do. There's some things that, that we do a little bit differently in terms of what you can and can't do. So um, on the paper, obviously, you have the option to be able to mark it up a lot. You can highlight things, you can circle. Um, whereas on the digital, uh, you do have a stylus. It's on a tablet. Um, you have a stylus, but it's a little glitchy still. Um, they're, not, they're not great. And you, you can't, there's no drawing function. Um, so anything you would have marked, you kind of have to have on scratch paper. So there are some differences. Um, but, uh, but overall, uh, as far as the content has remained the same, it's just the format. And the formatting does change a little bit. Um, the timing so kind of worries me because these are timed tests. Yeah. So going from paper that we're all used to taking it on, the practice test, to digital, I think might be... Yeah. And, and LSAC has released some of the tests. Uh, they've got four that are in the digital format currently. And, uh, you know, theoretically, they should do more. I'm, I'm hoping that at some point they do the what the they've done with the MCAT, which is basically you have a subscription that you buy when you register for the test, and then that gives you access to all of them in the digital format so the students can then start doing them that way. Um, so I know there's lots of test prep companies across the country. Uh, are they going to provide any sort of resources for you to mock the tablet experience for students? Yeah, so there, and there's, uh, there's actually, um, I think probably one of the best things right now is the Khan Academy has a lot of the tests in a digital format. It's not the exact same software uh, that you use when you're taking the test, but it's very similar. Um, and that's free. So it's a great way for students to just kind of get started um, and kind of get a little bit of exposure. And, and I, uh, you know, that's one where uh, companies obviously are going to develop their own versions. Um, like I said, what I really want is something where LSAC releases it in the same format. You know, like there's, uh, you can kind of mimic it, but ultimately, um, and, and the reason I hope that is they have released, they do release their previous tests, and that's what we, uh, you know, always take on the paper, is real tests simulated, you know, like that, and I'm hoping that they'll just convert that over uh, as soon as they can, but, um, but yeah, so the other thing that is sometimes fun as far as prep, um, because I think that Part of the part of preparing is preparing for the stress of the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's, it's exciting. Stressful. Yeah, you know, it's Extremely. when you have <laughs> when you have a you know if if you're going in and you're like okay this four hours could you know significantly determine you know whether I go to Harvard or whether I go to uh, you know Cooley uh, you know like those uh, it's really kind of a big difference and so um, yeah so um, but they. Uh, those are those are things where um, it's tough to simulate. One of the things that I've done is uh, I'll do every once in a while I'll do a test cold. So when a new test gets released, I'll just do it in front of the students without having looked at it before. And I feel like that does a pretty good job of simulating that same stress experience. Wow, that's so that, pretty good. Um, also, the tests you, know, you would think LSAT you, you have to take it because you want to be a lawyer. There are no legal questions. Yeah. 
none. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's all it's very jumbled. Yep. Stop and think games, crazy tests. Yeah. So, so yes. when are you planning to take your ELSA? Well, I think November. November. This November. Wow. That's going to be pretty good. What's the what's the what's the class like? The LSAT class like? How how does that? How do you teach this LSAT? So, um, what we do is we start off uh, like a typical day. We'll we'll have a specific concept that we're going to cover. So, for example, um, we might be covering uh, formal logic. Uh, so, which is conditional statements, if thens, some, most, all, uh, things like that. Um, and so what we'll do is we'll introduce the concept. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, that was a great audience question. And, and I'm sorry, you're just not going to be able to finish that one. Bye. And then we have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, okay. Well, what we want to say is, uh, is thank you to our guests today. We had uh, Brent Dunn and Annie Harrison Clinton joining us. And this has been a fascinating conversation about LSAT. Um, we are finished at this time, so I want to thank everybody for joining us and being part of this conversation. If you'd like to go ahead and uh, learn more about us, you can reach us on cetrain.isu.edu. If we're interested in taking such class, how do we take that? Uh, So you can go to our website, www.acetestprep.com. Or you can, it's in the catalog. uh, As well, directly, you can uh, just. Is uh, it in our catalog? It's in our catalog, and he drives down every Saturday. It's a six-week course, and it's Saturday from nine to two. And uh, it starts next weekend on Saturday. And then there's going to be another one in the spring. And so we're just going to try to keep it going. That sounds awesome. Right. Thanks for the, uh, the tail and the Easter egg that will be there, I'm sure, to help uh, people find this. Appreciate you driving up here and, yeah. and being part of it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining Sweet. Continuing education, workforce training, SWEET, is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs. We understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is c-e-train.isu.edu. Or call us at 208-282-3372.